0: Welcome to episode seven of the Crossrealm Podcast, the entertainment podcast hosted by CRR Gaming Group members. Today is April 19th, 2018. You can reach the show by emailing crossrealmrebellion at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at crossrealmpod on Twitter. You can grab the RSS feed, get our show notes, and leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash crossrealm podcast and apply to join us in game at crossrealmrebellion.com. I see you trying to mess me up there, Cricket. Um,
1: <laughs> I did nothing of the that. sort.
0: <laughs> anyway, so uh, speaking of the devil, um, no. Oh. <laughs> Let's introduce. Tell us how you really feel about <laughs> Anyway, uh, first we have Cricket. With app. We have Esmeralda Sky.
2: Hi.
0: <laughs> Faux Render. Hello. Big Blue.
1: howdy. howdy. Gigabyte. Hi. <laughs> and myself, Electron. I was bringing it back hey, old school. I was bringing it back old school.
2: What? What? Fo took, took like a second away from eating whatever he's eating. in round four. I feel like he's <laughs> eating like a sub. He's dipping something, and then he's also had nuggets. I think.
3: Yeah. Hey, I gotta give it to him. It's, it, he's getting creative with that. Dip. I think he I'm is. gonna
4: jar, I think I'm gonna jar this dip. It's actually decent. So what are you bad.
2: putting in the dip?
4: Okay, I had some potato chips, and uh, I don't have any dip. Good place to and start. I don't have any. I don't have any sour cream and stuff like that to make a dip. So what I did was, I took some mayo, and I put a little bit of sriracha, thanks to Blue's uh, suggestion. I added some bakos and a little bit of garlic, and it's actually pretty good. And I've been dunking my chips into this dip I just made.
0: That does sound pretty that decent, actually. actually. That,
3: yeah, it sounds good now that you added all that stuff. You should tell them what it originally started off with.
4: It, just, it was just, just going to be mayo. mayo and bakos. Like, that's all I was like, going <laughs> to
1: I mean, I guess it's not that much different than people who just dip their fries in mayo.
4: Yeah, it's like kind of the same thing. thing. I dip my fries in mayo all the time.
1: I'm not a big mayo fan, personally. Mayo and a little ketchup.
4: And don't try and say Miracle Whip is the same thing because I will ban
0: you from my social (laughs) media.
4: Miracle Whip is the same thing. Fake news.
0: It's a a kind of mayo. Let me know if Gigabyte talks because I just banned him. (laughs)
2: Alright. Well I'm gonna let you know is I was just um scrolling through Twitter this week and I had like uh two of these uh gaming tweets popped up and I thought it'd be funny to share. Um so has anybody played Far Cry Five yet?
4: Not played. no and, and play I'm, I'm so bit, upset because I wanna play that game. I think I'm gonna buy it next weekend. I think I'm gonna But God of War 2 is coming out next weekend also. I right. mean God of War. Remake, reboot, God of War Nine, whatever God of War it is, it's
1: coming yeah, out. It's, <laughs> do you it's need donations consider, for your you Far Cry Five? <laughs> buying a PlayStation yeah, Four. We
2: might. Well, I came across an article that said the shooting game Far Cry Five has a healthy fishing community, and it was funny because um, I put the link in the show notes, but they okay. had a whole um, link or like a whole thread about this game and how many people came to play Far Cry 5 but have stayed for the fishing. Like a lot of people just like to log in and fish in uh, Far Cry 5. Uh,
1: okay, I, I was going to ask you to clarify whether that was fish with an F or fish with a P-8. <laughs> oh,
2: with yeah. an F.
4: Do not let a game have a decent fishing thing in it because wonder how much time I spent in WoW fishing?
1: <laughs> God, that was so, painful. So- Speaking I of wound to- fishing, that reminds me of when uh, Alltrack Valley first came out. Uh-huh. And so many people, they'd go in, you know, if you don't know what Alltrack Valley was, it was a big, that was a, I think it was 40 versus 40 large battleground. Yes, ground.
2: it's still there. And so but, when it yeah. first
1: started out, you know, these battles would last literally days like it would last for you know 36 hours sometimes
4: it would yes because you know
1: because the way that you know the back and forth and the respawn all that went but there'd be a there would be a lot of people they just go in there and they just go down to the water areas and just fish during the battleground and it was so annoying because they're taking up slots and they're you know what blame
4: blizzard for that because they would put certain loot in those ponds in those lakes right
1: yeah i mean they they did eventually you know combat it you know they removed any any loot from fishing and uh... i had the
4: golden fishing rod and it was the shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, personally, I liked the old Ultrac Valley versus what it became when I tried it later, where it was just a, a rush to the gold, and you know, everybody just avoided like every other PvP person there and didn't do any of the objectives. But
4: they switched it though; they did fix it, and Ultrac Valley was one of my favorite PvP's. When yeah, I used to play some because
1: I thought it was so cool because it it actually had like objectives and all that, and you know to start the off with
4: towers and stuff yeah it was to start cool. off with
1: like i think it was like whatever it was, like you know you could be in there from like level 51 to 60 or whatever it was and so if you were lower level you were going to get rocked in pvp but you could sit there and go and uh and like round up the wolves or the or the rams or you go and kill the wolves or the rams to get the the harnesses to turn that stuff in or you go kill some npcs to get blood to turn that stuff in and it was really neat because they had all those other objectives that you could do you go and you could save the. Uh, they, the the wing commanders out of the uh, like goose and maverick yeah it was uh, cool yeah you know, so you could have the dragon riders and stuff and so it was cool having all that stuff and it, that stuff was still in there but then when it became a race to the gold you didn't you never saw you know the wing commanders go up there you never saw the uh, the big huge elemental you know or the wolf riders and all that stuff and I thought that really lost them, when they you know the way they changed it and the way that the meta you know the meta gaming changed where nobody bothered with that anymore
4: we got so far off track with far cry 5
2: right
1: so <laughs> apparently
2: there is a fishing. fishing community that is totally digging far cry 5 so if you find yourself eating up the content in far cry 5 you might find yourself sticking around for the fishing and they were sharing some of the tweets they made like a whole tweet could like a thread about all these tweets about people digging it and it was like um adam uh 1988 said far cry 5 has won me over as a chill fly fishing simulator hashtag ps4 share and um there's another one uh shane smith that said me far cry 5 is amazing you can blow up entire towns fly planes have high speed chases gunfight cultists wreck a big rig girlfriend and what have you been doing in the game me i've been fishing for several hours (laughs) (laughs)
4: But you could do all that. It was yeah. called Just Cause Two. They had,
2: then, yeah, exactly, yeah. And then um, uh, Ashley has said, four more hours of work, and all I can think about is fishing on Far Cry Five. <laughs> so, I mean, there's just an unlimited amount of uh, tweets. No, mom, I can't go to school. I'm fishing in Far Cry Five. Spent half an hour fishing in Far Cry last night. I love fishing in video games almost as much as I hate fishing in real life. So I just thought. Has there ever been a game that has gotten you guys? You you started playing it for one reason, but you found an entirely different reason to log in that had nothing to do with your with original intent. <laughs> Ooh.
0: Uh,
3: Zelda, the the Princess Twilight. I found myself fishing a lot in that one for some reason. I can't remember what it was.
2: What really made you uh keep you in there fishing? <laughs> yeah, it's like you don't. That's not something that you would think about doing. Now you could fish in. Uh, if
0: I remember correctly, you could even fish in back in Ocarina of Time, right? Uh, or was that? Or am I thinking? I don't of don't Waker. I don't know. Hmm. I have to look this up now.
3: I just know. Remember in Princess Twilight, uh, playing it on the Wii. Like I just, it was so fun because it was kind of interactive and you I actually it's called Twilight
4: Princess. I know that. No, um, my Witcher my Two. <laughs> Witcher Two had a card game. And it, Witch, actually, like and it actually and it actually spun into its own independent app and now people play it on by itself they don't even go into witcher anymore cuz now you can play that card game out of the game it's its own game now gwent or something like that yep yeah, it was called gwent yeah, I, was I think oh,
0: yeah. and yes they actually made a standalone game for that I know, That's I just said that. What he just said. It's super oh, weird. Sorry. I,
1: I, I didn't realize that by, you know, by muting him, Foe, uh, so that he muted you two. <laughs> oh,
0: really? That's
1: crazy. <laughs> hey,
0: I'm not Gigabyte.
1: <laughs> I thought he muted both of you.
0: I just
4: clumped you two into one. At some point.
3: <laughs> Another oh, game right. that reeled me in for fishing was uh, uh-huh, Stardew uh-huh. Valley. Oh, no,
2: Stardew yeah.
3: Valley! In that one for I have fishing
2: in Stardew Valley. I can't get it to work. Like it I, took
3: me forever, God. and you had to get the upgraded pool before it yeah. actually got fun.
2: Okay, that's probably what it is then. Okay, I
4: will have that. to say, I will have to say, getting back like World of Warcraft. When I first played that game, I was like, I'm gonna freaking fight things in dungeons. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna be this, this like superhero. But I really became addicted to just collecting stuff in that game. Oh, so yeah. that's what I would. Do. I mean, I would first. I had. I would have to have every pet. I had to have like almost every mount. I was always on the hunt for a new mount. And then Transmog came out, and I spent so much time just soloing old raids just to get stuff to Transmog. I just became addicted to it, and I, and I ran a whole big thing in the auction house, and I would just sell equipment and people were buying it like crazy, so they they could transmog all their cool stuff. So that became like a money source for me. Was like going into old raids, getting stuff to transmog, putting it up on the auction house, and then selling it for super like su- for like super high prices. And people were buying it so they can make their characters look cool. I was, so I yeah, just, that
1: feature was pretty cool in that game. I out. got
4: hooked into the auction house. There's so many things in WoW that I got hooked into that I didn't originally sign up for in that game.
1: But <laughs> it's now the big question for WoW? Did you ever? Do the uh, the achievement where you got the title? I think the crazed, where you basically got had to get uh, uh, revered with like every single faction in the game.
4: No, because I hated getting revered with factions. Yeah, because one of my friends
1: did that, and like, because like you know for like Darkmoon Fair and stuff like that, you know, you had to turn in so many of the things, and for the like, and for a couple of them, you had to go and you know kill all these all these one type of things in order to get re- get revered with the one, but that made you. You know, hostile with the other, and then you had to go and turn these other things in. That's why I hated. And go it. and get revered back with with that one, and
4: it was too much of a grind. That was very grindy. Like, yeah, I didn't mind hunting what, down like pets and mounts and stuff because it felt less grindy because I had to like, like look for them and ex- explore and stuff like that. Um, and kind of hunt these things down. Like the other stuff was just grindy. It's like kill 40 of these things and return the pelts. You know, kill it's like in this, and you had to do it over and over again. I did every it day.
3: One tune. And that's only because a guildmate was obsessed with the titles, and I sat with her and did it once, and I swore I would never do it again. What, what was that one place you go to through Booty Bay? That little, um, like in that cave area. Um,
4: it was only f-
2: one fact. Like you take the boat to it. That was Booty Bay, right? Yeah, that, so that, was, that was Booty, Booty Bay. Bay. Yeah, yeah. yeah Booty yeah. Bay was that little like piratey kind of. Yeah, place. Oh,
3: yeah. It was like an, I remember like like riding a in city. there for hours. To oh, get what the was factions.
4: it? Oh, there was only one faction—blood sale
2: buccaneers or something—the blood sale pirates. Yes,
4: the blood sale pirates or yeah. buccaneers, whatever they were. That was—I never did that one, although I did go and hunt a bunch of them down because there is this really rare, um, outfit that you could get that looks really cool on rogues, and um, I spent a long time grinding those guys to get the uh, the gear that I wanted because there was like this one rare, super rare shoulder drop. And I got it finally. Chess awesome. piece too. From The only faction I ever got, I ever grinded was because I wanted that uh, white snow leopard mount.
2: Uh
1: huh.
4: That's the only faction that I actually grinded just to get that mount.
1: And oh, you know, the the faction grinds, I like the nether how they, drakes.
4: The nether drakes grinding would, for those things.
1: Yeah. So I did like how they how they eventually changed the factions at least during the time that I played, where it started off where. The factions you didn't get the tabard until you were like revered with them, and so if you wanted the tabards, you had to grind the faction in order to get it. But then they changed it, I think, during uh, well, uh the expansion that had uh, Archimond and all those, where they changed it where you you, you got the uh, uh, you got the tabard at like honored, and then you wore that, and then you would earn faction for them whenever you did, did dungeons. I like that better because then you didn't have to grind as much to get the and already get the taverns. Oh, yeah, right. The, the implementation was kind of cool.
2: Well, the next uh, piece of news that I came across—did you guys hear about the tornado that swept through a neighborhood? But the the there's a teen that just uh, kept playing Fortnite. I, <laughs> I, I,
1: I saw I saw the headline where it says, you know, kid just buckled, you know, yeah. buckled down and played Fortnite as tornado sweeps through North Carolina or something like that. Yeah,
2: it's a, it took place in Greensboro, North Carolina. So oh, the storms barreled through Greensboro neighborhood on Sunday night. A young man of on um, Phillips Avenue helped his sister and nephew stay safe despite being caught up in a video game. And he said, I was sitting at home and I was playing Fortnite and all of a sudden I hear a bunch of noise. Antoine uh, Williams told the WX2-12's Mallory Lane. He said he looked out the window and he started seeing the roof come off of the houses in front of him. <laughs> that is terrifying. <laughs> he said, next door, strong winds blew a family's home away from its foundation He said, I sit back down because I only have a couple people left in my game and I was going to try to finish the game, but then it started getting worse and I started to see the power lines come down. So I told my sister and nephew to come to the bathroom while seeking shelter in the bathroom. He's still focused on his game. And he said, honestly, I was thinking about the game, but I can't even scroll down all of a sudden.
1: That's why you need Fortnite on the Switch. He's like,
2: yeah, he's like, honestly, I was thinking about the game, but I was hoping everybody was okay around me. He said after the storm let up, William said he went outside to check on his neighbors, who were all right. <laughs> so,
0: Why did was he not lose power? on his phone or what? Ah,
2: I know he kept playing, but other people's houses were blowing away off the foundation. Power lines are coming down. That's just crazy. How he kept rocking and rolling—that's weird. How and did he not lose game. his
1: stuff? That yeah. is nuts. Got a UPS gone.
2: I don't know, but have you guys ever
1: playing off a hotspot? Have you
2: guys <laughs> ever found yourself um in this guy's situation, not like that, but you know, you know, you should be doing something else. You, but you're trying to juggle two things because you just couldn't step away from the game for a second.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, cooking dinner and trying to play Gears of War and stuff like that. I used to do that all the time. Bur- burnt a lot of good food that way. I
2: was gonna say, I th- I do that now. <laughs> But nothing, nothing outside of just preparing meals, then. no tornadoes and all that stuff.
3: Yeah, I live in a very mellow area, so, no. No.
2: so that's that's
1: cool. Not, <laughs> all right. not that I can recall.
2: So yeah, that guy's uh, gotta be uh, cut from a different cloth, I think, to not be freaking the hell out when a tornado is blowing things off their foundation and stuff. Like, it I was must probably like a serious, mechanism
4: to help him relax, too, yeah, kind I of mean, thinking he could was- ignore it.
1: Yeah, it's funny yeah. if it was just like, oh, tornadoes are, you know, are in the town or whatever. But if they're if you can see them, you know. He's
2: like looking them at them going, yeah.
1: then yeah, that's that's a different story.
2: Yeah. Because he had
4: he had nothing else he could do. He had to just bunker down and just help it pass. And that kind of helped him get his mind off it, I guess.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because it's not like he had a basement to go to. He had to just carry, you know, tell him, hey, I guess, you know, go get in the bathroom. Where they do say, you know, the central position. And where a lot of the pipes and stuff are for some reason. <laughs>
3: I like how he sends them into the bathroom yeah, and, and then he's, he's just like, sitting there on the couch playing yeah. Fortnite.
1: Yep, yep,
2: he's just like, I got better things to do. <laughs> so the last like, five almost,
1: people. Yep, I've almost won.
2: I feel like Giga might do that with something to do with Eve, though. I feel like, uh, you know, that might be something. Would you step away from Eve for a tornado, Giga? Oh, oh tornadoes ain't shit. You guys get hurricanes, <laughs> don't ya?
4: Yeah, I played games through hurricanes,
2: too. See? It must I ain't be... worried about it. He's not. I figured you wouldn't be. You're like steel. You're like you should just change your name to Giga Steel because I I figured I had you pegged. You would just play right through it. All right. of a hurricane. Yeah, the little little hurricane stuff. Yeah, we're gonna be moving into main topic. Okay, we were gonna talk about crowdfunded games i asked everyone here uh about crowdfunded games have you been following any have you ever backed any do you think crowdfunding is the way to go so i'm going to cheat because nobody ever puts their stuff in so i'm always first we'll have C- R- cricket go first and i'll go after you
1: all right so i've uh crowdfunded a lot of games through kickstarter um yeah there was uh i haven't done any this i haven't funded any new games this year but the past couple years i've uh, spent probably on average of 2 to 300 dollars per game that I've uh uh for the big ones because a lot of the games that I've crowdfunded have been the ones where they're kind of the uh the big board games and they have a lot of uh the miniatures uh, mainly because I wanted miniatures to paint and all that and with uh with Kickstarter most of the times when you crowd you know when you're uh pledging in there you get a lot of bonuses and Kickstarter exclusives and all that um for, you know, depending on your pledge level. And so that's one of the things that's, that's neat about it is they'll, they'll put in, you know, like extra factions in there or extra units or, you know, they they'll, might make some pieces out of metal instead of out of the cardboard. And so you can just get some little bonuses like that. So. Oh, um, well, that's cool. So it's, it's neat for that. So that's part of the reason why I've. I've done it for a lot of them, so I'll go through the list. Just I'll just say the list real quick um, first, and then I'll talk about uh, just a couple of them. So the first two were by the same uh, the same people, which uh, they're done by uh, the comic artist uh, the Oatmeal, and that's Exploding Kittens and Bears versus Babies. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, and then, uh, so so those weren't big, you know, those weren't weren't big set games. Um, those are were smaller ones, um, and then the other ones I've done is Orcs Must Die, which also has a video game tie on The video game uh, for Orcs Must Die and Orcs Must Die Two is a uh, tower defense game.
4: It's a but blast! I love that game. It, instead it's of fun. just
1: like yes, you know, instead of just normal tower defense, you're actually a un- you know you're actually one of the you're playing like first person mode in there fighting the stuff as well. Yeah, as you're a soldier, laying so, down
4: yeah. booby traps and all that stuff. It's cool.
1: Yeah, so th- those are cool, and, and I got like video game bonuses for kickstarting the board game as well. And then uh, Besiege is another big box one that I that I got. Um, Rising Sun, Explore It, Gloomhaven. Now
4: Rising Sun, and let's Dyson pause for Stein. one second. Like Rising Sun, the I I missed that. I totally missed that Kickstarter, and <gasps> I'm kind of upset that I missed it. But then it's like it's weird because now I had a chance to go back and get that Kickstarter bundle, but um. I just don't like the, that, like the way the game plays, that type of game. But the yeah. miniatures are so sad, so I feel fantastic. I like somebody is
2: beating on something.
0: Yeah, every time Foe talks, I'm hearing it's like, I'm hearing okay. big noise coming. It's from... Do you,
4: like you hear it now?
0: Not now, no. No,
2: but it's like when you're talking, it's like it keeps. Do you hear it? Like pounding. I'm talking
0: now. Do you hear it? Nope, it's good now.
2: That's so weird. This
0: will let you know. Okay.
2: Yeah. Sorry. Do you hear it now? What about now? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> it was it's good. weird. I, okay. I could hear it too. That's no, yeah, I was hearing
4: it. You know what it was? It for... I think I was. I was like talking. With my hand. Okay, I was talking with my hands and hitting my table, and the stem of my microphone was like shaking. He's yeah, yeah that's
1: totally. That's
2: at it. That. <laughs> that that and yeah. Okay, phone. That's what you Do were you doing. To hear it now? It sounded like you were going. Yeah,
0: that's that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I figured it was that. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah, so. So, so,
0: <laughs> so, so the miniatures <laughs> for that
4: game are just so amazing. Yeah. That and they're all like. Samurai style miniatures and all of the uh, Monsters and things from like that type of like setting and it's it's really cool the miniatures So the miniatures for sure was worth the price of that board game alone. Yeah, so you weren't
0: you weren't a fan of the gameplay then? It's
4: like a bidding uh, game and so it's basically you're just kind of like making b- 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 um, It's like an auction kind of for like like every action that you do in the game a bid you have to make so it's like so say you're like going into the fight phase you put up a certain amount of like points and then the other players do and then whoever wins they'll win that fight phase by putting up certain resources i don't know the exact rules but like that was kind of the gist and a big portion of the game is teaming up with another player and that could sometimes feel rude when there's like an odd number of players. Yes, yeah, so I'll and I'll I don't read, like that.
1: I'll read the, the quick description uh, from Board Game Geek for it is, Rising Sun is a spiritual successor in the same mythic big box series as Blood Rage. Same designer, yep. same artist, same student, same sculptors. Rising Sun is a game about honor, negotiation, and warfare in a feudal Japan where the ancient gods, kami, have returned to rebuild the empire. Whereas the distant ancestor blood rage was risk rising sun claims diplomacy as its distant ancestor tackle negotiations alliances and war capture hostages and commit seppuku the game features an honor track which rises and falls based on your actions so yeah it's a you know the categories are bluffing fantasy miniatures mythology negotiation war game
4: and there's Uh, like card
1: drafting and so it i haven't i haven't played it yet um i was about
4: to buy it And I did a lot of research into it and I was just like, okay. Like, it just, it just, you know, like, say there's like, like, there's like some models are like these like large, like serpents and dragons. And you could, you could get them on the table, but then they could just be taken out by like a simple bid. It's really just, it just wasn't what I was hoping for it to be because those miniatures are so good. I wanted to see the miniatures take more of a role in the game. They're kind of just placeholders, they're not really. Yeah, they don't like they don't really have any real stats to them. Yes. Uh, hmm.
1: But yeah, so so of the, of the list of games that I mentioned, uh, there's actually only been three that I've gotten a chance to, to play. Um, Besieged is one of them that I've played. That's one of the another one of the miniatures games. And for that game, what it is is you. All, it's a most of these games are actually cooperative games, which is the kind that I like, especially because if I'm going to play playing with my kids, I'd rather not have to get competitive and you know have. Yeah, co-op so, games have, are my favorite, I have somebody get upset or anything like that, but co-op games are always my favorite anyway because I'm not a huge comp- you know, competitor. Um, I don't have that huge competitive spirit, so I'd rather just play a cooperative game where it's win or lose in a team. Um, so Besiege, you're, you're a team of players and you're defending this castle, and these monsters are summoning in from these portals, and you have to defend this messenger that you send out to get help and then let them come back. So each... Uh, each person, you know, they have a different power, and then you can you have different areas where you can buy spells, you can buy weapons, you have a catapult, and so you have to destroy these creatures as they're trying to make their way into the into the fort. Um, I forget forget how the I think you might get to choose what order your characters go in each round, um, and that way you can do the strategy for it. Um, we've we've played it three or four times, and we have gotten nowhere near winning yet. So I think we're we're just missing some strategy that uh, that we need. Where a lot of these co-op games, you know, they're not a lot of them aren't very easy to start with until you kind of learn some of the you know some of the mechanics of it. So that's where we're at with that. We, but it's one of those. It takes a while to set up and all that. So it and it takes a large space to set up. So we don't get to play it that much because you have to have a an open table and. My open game, my gaming table has not been open for a while because it's been used for uh, my daughter's crafts, or we have computers, uh, computers and laptops on there, so it's we haven't had a chance to really break it out again recently. Um, but the other two games that we have played more because they're much smaller is Exploding Kittens and Bears versus Babies. They're nice because they're like fifteen minute games. Um, they're basically they're just decks of cards as far as the size. Um, Exploding Kittens, the easiest way to describe it is Russian roulette. Um, essentially, there's a a deck of cards, and you put in a certain number of, of exploding kittens, which are cards that have these cats that are playing with some type of explosive. One of them has them like playing with a grenade. One of them has it like carrying a candle through a um, through a TNT factory. And so, you put you put uh, one less exploding kitten as there are players, and that way, you know there'll be one person remaining at the end. And essentially, the the game is play cards and then draw a card. And so the cards you have are trying to either make you uh, not either not draw cards or kind of manipulate the the pile of cards so that you hopefully don't draw the kitten. Um, so it's it has you know it has some play back you know play back and forth where you're, you're you can like make it where you get to skip your turn but the next person has to take your turn and their turn. Um, you can look at the top cards uh, and not rearrange them. You can top look at the top cards and rearrange them. Uh, so it's. It's fun because it's it goes quick uh, usually because there's not a whole lot of different cards you can do there. It's like six different cards, and so there's not a, you know, not a big learning curve. It's like
4: Uno, kinda. It's like a card game, yeah. like something that simple. Oh, that's what yeah. I was thinking.
1: Yeah, so it, it's it's fun because you you sit there and like if, especially if you know the stuff is going on, you you, you get that playback for like I'm gonna screw you over. And I'm I'm gonna you know make you make you draw this thing. I've had um, that
4: game in my hand in target multiple times.
1: Yes, yeah, because yeah, they have it at Target now. Um, but I yeah. kickstarted it and I actually got I also got the not safe for work version which it's the same thing just the the pictures on it might be a, a little more vulgar looking. Um try can't rec- recall any of the examples for it. Um, but it's it's the same game just the pictures are different. And then Bears versus Babies uh, was the second one that came out from the Oatmeal. And for that one essentially you are um, you're trying to create these different types of bears that are going to fight and kill babies. Um, and what it is, is there's like three different stacks. There's like, there's like a water stack a land stack and an air stack. And your bears can be of that, of any of those three varieties. And it's kind of like, in a way, like um much going to I, I played that where yes. you, you put your, your bears out there of the, of the particular uh, variety. And then you can add stuff to them. Like you can add, you know, different arms and legs and stuff to them to make them more powerful. And then, um, you can also play babies down face down on the stack and then whenever you just dis- you know whenever a person decides they say like i'm going to attack the water stack and so you flip over all those babies and you see how many points you know how much power they have and if your bears are powerful enough to defeat them then you like you'll get those points if they're not then you lose all those bears and i think you might lose something else too but um, so it's it's another simple game um, but it's fun because, you know, the, the pictures on them are fun, And just the, the combinations you can get, cause you can get like tear, you know, like one pterodactyl wing and one lobster claw and, you know, squid legs, you know, to go onto your bear. So it's just, it's just interesting and fun like that.
4: There was a game I was going to fund that's similar to that. Um, it was a uh, sushi go, go. Oh yeah. Sushi like yeah. go.
1: Yeah, yeah Sushi that. go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so those are the ones I played. Dyson Stein is another smaller one. Um, It's. It looks like another one where you're 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 creating. You're using uh, dice to kind of create a uh, a monster. Like there's different uh, different types of dice that you know that you can have. There's there's like a mummy. There's skeleton. There's like a Frankenstein. There's a werewolf. And so you kind of create your monster based upon the dice rolls. I forget how exactly you play that since I only read the rules and didn't play it yet. Now
4: Gloomhaven on that list. That was a game I wanted to fund and I would have that's another game that I just missed. I totally missed the Kickstarter. Yeah, Gloom, for Gloomhaven.
1: Haven. Yeah, the Kickstarter for that was this was actually for the second printing that I that I just got and I just I just received that one not too long ago. I, I hope they come out with ago. another
4: printing cuz I'll totally buy into it. And, it looks so good and, and it's yes, like a campaign game. It looks great.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a campaign game. So it it has um you know, it has all the you know, all the like a scenario book. So it it goes through and it says, like for scenario one, you know, here's if, if anybody ever played the old board game Hero Quest, where you would have different scenarios, and I'll say, you know, for scenario for scenario one, you set up the board like this. You, you know, here's right. the, here's what the board looks like. Here's where the creatures are, and all the people that are playing it, they have characters that go from, you know, from scenario to scenario to scenario, and as you, and know, you can it play thrill, it solo too if you want. Yeah, there's solo missions that came with the Kickstarter as well, um, but like as you as you beat the scenarios you're supposed to have these stickers and you put them on your board to show that you're progressing through
4: i'm not um, putting the stickers on. yeah that's I,
1: awesome. I was like i'm probably not gonna put put them on my board just like that risk uh pandemic or whatever it's called where you're supposed to put you know stickers on your board and then you you're play supposed again.
4: to be able to you're supposed to physically change the game for you for like your campaign
1: yeah, so I'm not gonna put the stickers on, but it looks neat because you have that progressive campaign. I think there's areas where it goes through and it says like, "Oh, you can either go into the woods to investigate this thing, or you can go to, you know, the the river to investigate this other thing." So I think there's paths that you can take, different paths that you go through. Um, and I think they're like, when it was first coming out, there was uh, the ability where people were t- doing online campaigns. I guess they were because everybody has the same campaign book, where they're able to, to play it with some of the virtual. Uh, the virtual game spaces and all that, um, but I didn't get a chance to get into that. Hexplore um, is another one. It looked like it was very similar to Gloomhaven, where um, it's kind of, I think that one might be a little more dynamic board generating, but it also has uh, a big combination of, I think it's you can, I think there's races and class combinations, kind of in a way kind of like, I think, uh, the Small World game, except you're not choosing a, a new one each time, uh, but that one looks neat too. Um, but I haven't gotten a chance to play that one either. So, yeah, I've spent a lot of money on these games and I <laughs> had a chance to play them because for some of them, I don't just want the two of us to play, you know, my son and I, and I need to find more people to, to play with it. And so I was find a space and the time to play them because most, most of these games I know are going to take, you know, several hours to, to well, go yeah, through. Well, yeah, you
4: funded some of those big games that just, they're like long games.
1: Yeah, and... I and like I think it was Gloomhaven, Explorer, and Rising Sun. I think I funded them all around the same time, and that was like a year and a half ago. And then it, they, they all, you know, they all got pushed back for the release dates. And they all came within like a month. And my wife was seeing all these big things. And I was like, "What did you do?" I'm like, "This is money that I spent last <laughs> year. You know, don't worry about it. You know, it's right. money that you know that has been budgeted." Relax, and we already.
2: So funny. It's too yeah. late to
1: complain about it. This was a long <laughs> exactly. Time ago. Yeah, I funded this a long time ago. And then the other thing that I find pretty much every year which isn't necessarily a game is the bones uh, from from Reaper miniatures. Yes. They have their their bones line which instead of the pewter figures, it's kind of a PVC-ish type plastic figure that they've they've been doing that now for the past 3 years I think or maybe 4 years. Perfect um, for
4: D&D campaigns those models. Yeah.
1: And it's the a lot of them are you know you'll you can find the same models in pewter but then they remold them for the plastic. And so I, when I Kickstarter them, I end up spending about you know a dollar to two dollars per model, but I'm also dropping like three hundred bucks, but I'm getting like three hundred models. Um, right. And there, you know, there's a large variety of them. You know, you'll get a whole bunch of different you know goblins or bugbears or kobolds or you know different types of you know creatures, and then, so then I can you know kind of play around with different things and not worry about oh I spent you know ten dollars on this model, I better do a, a great job on it, especially for me since I'm still learning on painting. Um, it's just it kind it's of have those, a good those deal throwaway, because, those throwaway yeah, models that, whatever, I, I screwed up, that was $2 for model and $2 for paint, you know, whatever.
4: <laughs> yeah, because the average was like a dollar a model, and What's awesome about that is yes, yeah, some of the models are like basically man sized models, but there's a lot of models in there that are like large, like dragons and ogres. Yeah. And like those would be way more than a dollar, you know. Those are like ten or fifteen dollars you um know, models by itself.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it
4: was it was it was a good deal. I I remember that deal.
1: Yeah, like I said, I've done that I think for the I, I there's another I I have I've done it two years already. I missed the first year, but I've done, yeah, it's. The, they're in the fourth year. I've done it for two and three, and I've gotten those. I think I've paid in for four, and I'm waiting for them to to finish that one. So, yeah, I've spent a lot of money on, on the crowdfunded stuff, uh, because a lot of times it's just I get bored so, you know, sitting somewhere, and so I'll pull my phone out and pop up Kickstarter and Dead scroll through moved. and then see something, and then, oh, crap, let's find this thing. <laughs> so you're, like,
2: actively seeking it
1: out. Only when I'm bored. It's addictive. It's addictive because (laughs) let
2: me tell
4: you what's addictive about crowdsourcing games and stuff. What's addictive about it, it's you get all these exclusive things that you're not going to be able to get when the game actually releases. Yeah. So you kind of get like addicted to that. You know, getting all these freebies in the beginning. Uh You know, and and that's part of the addiction of it.
1: Oh, and there is one more game that I've crowdsourced. Funded, but I, it hasn't come in yet. And that's actually the only video game that I've done. And it's uh, it's from the timer. What, what it's called now? It's it's from the same guy who did like all the Castlevania games. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, I should have prepared for this. Uh, what is that called?
4: You did. You just have a list that goes on forever.
1: Exactly. Uh, Bloodstained. Uh, it's called uh, yeah, it's called Bloodstained. It's by uh, Koji Igarashi. And I, th- I think he's the guy who is responsible for like most of the Metroid and Castlevania games. Um, so he had gotten, he had left, I guess, Konami, uh, who was doing those. And yeah, and he, ha- and he has this one kickstarted and hopefully this one's coming out soon. I think I ordered it for Xbox one. Um, but it's, I think that got funded like a year and a half, two years ago, and I'm still waiting for it to finish up. Um, so hopefully that one will be coming in at some point soon. But that's it for me.
2: Alrighty. Well, a game that I have been—it's um, been about. I wanna say, it? Feels like it's probably like three years I've known about this game. <laughs> but um, it's called Crowfall. Have you guys ever heard about that? Well,
3: just nope. Looking at
4: your, your Was that the game like we were looking at looking with a uh, in? I don't know. Where he bought into, like, being a mayor or something? Or no, that's something No, mayor. that's Chronicles that's- of Valyria. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, Chronicles of Valyria. Yeah, Crowfall is a new type of massively multi-online role-playing game. The worlds of Crowfall feature unique maps, rules, and victory conditions. Every world is different, and players join teams. Factions, guilds, or noble houses to vie for control of each world. Um, and then I put the link in the show notes. It has been in... Um, They have a Patreon. It has been growing steadily from the ground up. They constantly keep putting out more content, more content. Um, They give you, like, I think it's in, like, pre-alpha stage right now. But um, let me see. It is. Yeah, the Patreon starter pack. Um, early access—you can get early access. You get a digital copy of Crowfall, immediate access to the 24/7 live pre-alpha testing, and there's three different groups, and you can buy in now for $49.99, and then um, for the basic one, and then there's the Pioneer Starter Pack and Adventure Starter Pack. And let me see—they didn't do any stretch goals, but they—they they raised what prior stretch goals was 2.41, 2.4 gosh 2.4 million dollars plus and then it says we have a q a um they they've done all kinds of different stretch goals with like um offering new characters and stuff like that but with um crow it was neat because they if you from what i've told been told by people who have gotten their hands on is if you like crafting it has a very very huge immersive crafting in the game and the pvp is supposed to be entirely different And I want to say like you could knock people off their thrones like somebody is like in charge of that area.
1: How's the fishing?
2: I know, right? How's the fishing? Not sure. let me um, watch
1: the harvesting video.
2: Yeah, right now it's in that pre-alpha and um, you can sign up for the beta and trying to find I have all my links and I got to go through all my links and try to find what I was looking for what I can't figure it out. Okay, right here it is. Alright, so you can explore the ever-changing universe. You can trade and craft your way to the top and you can become an unstoppable warlord. Sounds like something Gigabyte might like, the whole unstoppable warlord. Um, every world in the Crawlfall universe is unique. It has its own map. Uh, relics to be discovered. Even the game rules change from one world to the other. So, it's like even though you jump into one map, it's not necessarily going to have the same rules or even um, setup. up. So, uh, you can travel between between the worlds and what is this fog of war? Let me see what the fog of war. The new worlds are constantly being discovered, and they start surround. They start surrounded and fall in the fog of war. Be the first player to discover a lost city or forgotten dungeon. The world is yours to discover. But I've been watching um, throughout the past couple years the the different um, combat and stuff that they have because more people get in and they allow certain people to put out um youtube videos and stuff like they do and um it says that the scouting and cartography scroll maps of undiscovered land and share your discoveries with other players or hoard your knowledge and sell your secrets off to the highest bidder and artifacts and relics hidden in the fallen worlds are the relics of ancient empires um, power artifacts that can turn the tides of war and recover these lost mysteries and harness their power to shape the fate of the world it just seems like it's it seems like one of those games similar to what you guys are talking about Illuminant. that i think this is like a game that like you would just play only this game for a while because there's so many different things that you can do with yeah this as those game. massive
4: multiplayer games yes. usually are
2: yeah like it's like this is not going to be something that you just hop in but it, it, they do and they have been very active when it comes to wanting to be different because i think forever we run into a lot of the same you know everybody says they're going to be different and then you play it you're like this isn't different this isn't different so um let me look it up on twitter because you can follow the guy they're very very friendly interactive for being on twitter for like over three years and dealing with the with uh you know the internet people
3: I was sitting here watching that harvesting video and it totally reminded me of art because I just showed a guy run up to a tree, start punching it just to get resources so he can
2: get yeah. tools. <laughs> Guess I'm going
1: to punch some trees.
2: Punching some trees. Yeah, but you can follow him on um, Twitter at Crowfall Game. And, but it's going to have a big crafting community and like, um, it just seems like it's going to be very multi-layered. So that's the one. I've never crowdfunded a game but this is the only one that I've really been following. I know a lot of people talk about Star Citizen, but I've just been kind of over the past couple years just checking in to see how close these guys are, how well they're doing, if I feel like they're going to fall off, you know, and just be like, oh, we wanted to make it happen, but we just couldn't. These guys keep chugging forward. And on one of the videos I was watching, this uh, one guy had um, bought into a package and he went to check back on the game and he was impressed because he didn't think that that they were going to be as far along as what they were. And he felt like the game felt pretty baked then. And then now they even opened up and broadened their spectrum on what they want to be able to do in the game. And they're even on course with that. So he was pretty. Well, they better come
4: out with a game. They raised like two million bucks.
2: Hell of a lot of funny.
4: (laughs) I like how you can make a giant (laughs) guinea pig as a character.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did you say you can make a giant Did he Yeah,
1: it's it's one of the races.
2: Oh, that's funny. Yeah, what's that's the called. lore? Let me see. Well,
1: what was that other game that made, that made like $4 million or something like that? It was like the most funded... Uh... Was
2: that Star Citizen or no? was that no, Star it was
1: Citizen was like, it was, like, it was like the most it was like, a part, money. it was like a part four of like some Japanese uh, JRPG. It was, like a, it was like a JRPG. It was like... Uh, I think it, it was like, you know, not Disgaea, but it was... Like, I forget what it was called, but it was... It was like a part four or something, and yeah, I think you could it-
2: be a Minotaur <laughs>
1: <laughs> and an elk, Draco, <laughs> love, to Draco. Let,
2: love to let provoke. No, you can be a Minotaur. I see what you're talking about. You can. The races are human, Minotaur, Centaur, and then the guinea pig is called or Ganesian or Ganishian. Yes. Oh, it, it yeah, was a half elf, a Nathari, a fae, Wood Elf, uh, High a Elf, Homan. a human, a human. Oh my
1: God. Human. <laughs> so the one I was thinking U-mon. of was uh, was a Shenmue three. An Elkin um, Shenmue,
2: Shenmue 3, you say? Yeah. Passive. And an Elkin. And, oh, uh, why am I losing my stuff? Oh, yeah, that was the race. And then the um, classes was, what was that, bestiary? What is this? What am I reading now? Uh, oh, that was you, lower. If you
3: went to the bottom of the uh, races, there's a link to classes.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, because with Shenmue 3, it's, it said the campaign met its initial target of 2 million in under 8 hours, Making it the fastest Kickstarter campaign to reach that amount, it ended in July twenty fifteen, having raised over six million, making it the highest funded video game and the sixth highest funded campaign in Kickstarter history.
2: Wow! And that did you say it never came out, or?
1: Uh, I don't think it's come out yet.
2: <laughs> one of those. But
1: well, I mean, it's, it's one of those. You know, video games usually take a few years to a come lot. out. Yes. Um. So if you want see. them to be
2: baked, you definitely yeah. want them to be baked.
1: In June twenty seventeen they announced that it would have been delayed to the second half of 2018 so maybe it'll come out the second half of this year but like the blood stain blood stain that I had kick kickstarted I it, the Kickstarter ended in 2015 and it was supposed to come out in March of 2017 and here it is almost May of 2018 it's still not out yet
2: and hmm. stain well it looks like um the classes you can be a knight confessor templar ranger assassin druid frost weaver champion myrmidon cleric and a duelist so it's it's cool that you could definitely see where you have a lot of choices it's not one of those games that you could be like one of three things or one of four things you can there's a yeah, a lot
3: it looks like a lot each of race stuff. has like three options of what they could be so, it's so it so like it spreads each. out
2: yeah awesome. yeah you're not getting a lot of the same you know, like how World of Warcraft has been very diluted, you know, it's kind of like, as the years go on, everybody can be everything. Yay! You know, so, like, I like it when games separate it more. So that's cool.
1: So that makes me think of what could be a, a good main topic for a, a future episode. Um, is do you you know, would you prefer games that have basically your skill set is baked into your class or the ones where your skills are, you know, very uh, fluid and you get the Make some match and customize it. That could be something for a future episode. Write it down, Cricket.
2: Getting... Write it down, or I am... no, she... so that's Just the game it I've been keeping my eye on. Is that I put all the links in there for what is Crowfall, the funding, the Patreon. If you want to check it out, frequently asked questions. If you want to check out the artwork and get an idea, all that jazz. So I'm gonna kick it over to Mr. Faux Render.
4: What up, peeps? Yeah,
2: throw some garlic on it. <laughs>
4: So basically, I did a lot of talking with uh, doing what I'm Crooked had to say about Kickstarter and, and all that stuff. And Kickstarter is just an amazing way of crowdsourcing because you get all the freebies, all the uh, stretch goals, and things like that. But things that I funded, I'm about to fund a team for a game called Blood Bowl, which is a fantasy football game made by a Games Workshop. But Games Workshop had kind of not paid attention to it for like for about five to ten years, and this year they finally are giving it some love. And last year, and um, but what happens is there's not a lot of teams out, and there's a lot of teams that you could field in the game, and the models are very old. And so there are other companies constantly making "quote unquote" fantasy football models, which go perfect for Blood Bowl. So um, I'm thinking about crowdsourcing one of those teams because they look really nice, and the um, stretch goals are really cool. And for video games, I funded probably one of the most controversial crowd-funded games, and that was um, "Kingdoms of of Amalur: The Reckoning." And the game was great because it was... The uh, story was written by R.A. Salvatore, who writes a lot of stories for like Dungeons & Dragons and things like that. and It's a fantastic author. The artist um, um, worked on Spider-Man comics and things like that, so the art was on point. And the game was actually really good. So the game finally came out, and I got all my stuff, and the game was fantastic. I loved the game. Unfortunately, the guy running... The uh, the whole um, campaign was, I think he was a, I want to say he was a baseball player. He was a baseball player that decided he wanted to become a video game creator. So he crowdsourced this game, got a bunch of funding for it. But along with the funding, he also got a loan from Seattle mayor, from the mayor of Seattle. Oh. And due to his... Being into sports and not a businessman, he made the game, but the game undersold the budget from which he put into Uh, the game. Even though the game was amazing and did really well for a crowdfunded game, he just spent way too much money and didn't know where to put his funds. He didn't do the proper advertising, and it undersold.
1: Yeah, so it says here, uh, Kurt Schilling, he was a former uh, pitcher for the Phillies.
4: Yeah, and he wound up getting... And he wound up going bankrupt.
2: All because he wanted to make a video game. He
4: he didn't go bankrupt, but the company went bankrupt. And he was never able to pay the loan back to Seattle. Wow. Because he went bankrupt because the company went under. So he kind of got a bad name because apparently when um, the uh, condition to getting this loan was he was going to develop the game in Seattle, which opened up a lot of work for the people there. But he was supposed, to, the company was supposed to continue on and strive and give people jobs. But it went bankrupt instead.
2: <laughs> well, that sucks.
4: But you know, Steam has it on sale all the time for real cheap. It's definitely a game worth playing because it's a lot of fun. The uh, mechanics of the game are super snappy, super quick. The graphics are great. And the story is really good. It's I a really know good why game.
0: I didn't realize they had it on Steam they do yeah because i got mine yeah. on on
4: console also but yeah. it is on steam as well
0: yeah i have i have it on the 360. i haven't finished the game yet i, I feel like i need to go back and do it it's just kind of difficult i feel like it's difficult sometimes to say oh i'm gonna pull out the 360 and
1: yeah. yeah according to uh wikipedia here it says uh, <clears throat> on march 10 2012 was projected by npd that the game sold over 330,000 physical copies in the u.s and Kurt Schilling later tweeted that it sold 1.2 million by the 90-day mark. However, Rhode Island Governor claimed that the game was a failure, and as needed to sell over three million copies just to break even.
4: Right, because so, he mismanaged he, his finances yeah. wow. horribly wrong.
1: So. that's crazy but looking looking at the the you know the box scores so to speak here i mean it's got you know seven fives to nines i mean you know so that's yeah that's a a decent score although
4: it's annoying because it's such a good game and i was really hoping that somebody would eventually buy that ip because i would love to see another i would love to see that series go on and i would like to see a sequel because i loved it but it's sad we probably would never see a sequel to it
2: that does suck.
4: But that's all for me. I I have crowdsourced that one thing. Um, but I'm about to start crowdsourcing a couple more things. Because there are things on Kickstarter like that make it really worth it. And most of the time, when it comes to tabletop stuff, most of it comes out. Because I know a lot of people crowdsource and then the project uh, is like a flop and it never gets done. Uh-huh. But one thing you have to realize, when you do do crowdsourcing and when you do do Kickstarter, you have to, you know be ready you know you might pay for this game now but it's not going to come out for like a year you know like you don't yeah, get it right. right away it takes anywhere from like at least like six months all the way up to like a year or a year and a half
0: so you know that kind of segues i, I don't have any notes put down on this because i uh, didn't have too much of a chance to look at the notes before we actually started but um i crowdfunded star citizen and uh, if anyone's heard of Star Citizen, that is one of the most ambitious space sim games that's been uh, put into development. You and, mentioned it like four times. Yeah, no, I've, I've definitely mentioned it before. Um, and I know you've talked about it too, Fo, a little bit. But um, basically, uh, it's supposed to be a spiritual successor to Wing Commander. It's made by the same guy who did the Wing Commander space games, um, you know, back I don't know exactly when they came out a while ago, um, but uh, it's been in. It, you've been, you know, people have been able to crowdfund it since 2012, and it still hasn't released yet because they kept adding stretch goals, because they kept getting money, and as they added stretch goal, stretch goals, they kept getting more money, and it, it's they've funded over. Let me see if I can pull it up, and I'll put the link in here. Uh, in the show notes so that you can see the website. But uh, let's see. where is the amount of money. Mm, they used to have a big a big ticker of how much money they raised. I guess they've hidden that a bit. So I'm not sure. <laughs> they raised a <laughs> I lot of over money. Over $10 I know million, that game, dollars, yeah. I think. It's
4: a lot of money they raised for that game. Yeah, hopefully it does come out one day because I'm super interested in it. I'm not going to probably crowdsource it, but I will probably... If it if it does what it says it's gonna do, I will probably be playing that game. Well,
0: so I got I so I got back in. I'm sorry, excuse me. I crowdfunded it back when they were doing um, you know, like full game packages, so you'd have like access to the closed alpha content and get a game package with the single player and the multiplayer all bundled together. And now um, this late in the development, you know, you can buy uh, there, there are different packages for different things, and I I don't know if you can just buy the entire thing at once anymore. Um, I think you can either get the single player or the multiplayer. Yeah, they have a standalone pledge for Squadron Forty Two, which is what they call their single player game. You could get, uh, you know, a package just for a you know, starter ship in the multiplayer, or whatever. Um, and then if you want now, if you want access to the alpha or the beta later on, you have to buy those uh, little packages separately from everything else. And I, sometimes they do sales where I think you can get the whole thing and all of that. But but mostly they're selling everything piecemeal, or uh, instead of giving you large packages for it, because they certainly got enough funding when they had the pack, you know, the full packages themselves. Um. Yeah, I wish I could see how much money they raised. Uh, yeah, I'll get back on that. But um, I think it's pretty cool. They do have some uh, co- from some neat proof of concept stuff. They're in alpha version three point one, as they call it, uh, where they've got a you know a persistent or somewhat semi persistent world uh, multiplayer where you've got a space station and or multiple space stations and a couple planets and or a planet and a couple moons and um, different outposts and fueling stations, and they've got some little missions. And so they've got kind of a a small-scale version of... a test version, in in essence, of the game going, and people have some fun with that. The only thing that kind of holds you back on that is the performance of the servers isn't too great, so... Yeah, so I haven't logged in in a while because it's just kind of a a pain
1: to try to get it to work properly
0: at the moment.
2: All righty. Yep. I think, Cricket, you're going to say something before we move on?
1: Yeah, so I I popped up my Kickstarter to see if there's any that I missed. And uh, while it wasn't another game that I had Kickstarted, it was related to a game, it was a really cool uh, Kickstarter. It was uh, called RPG Coasters. So this guy, he designed these... uh, The... uh, these designs for the different classes for, uh, like, D&D. And he made wooden coasters that he then uh, etched the designs into and put, like, felt on the bottom. And uh, so he he was selling on you know, me. You could, you could buy you – know, you could spend so much for you know, for getting, like, five or whatever. And I ended up doing the one of everything, which ended up being, like, $400. But it was – I got, like, 30 coasters. And so they're really cool because the designs oh,
2: that are just – price either yeah
1: are just are just so awesome looking and you know so there's like one for like you know the warlock there's one for you know the priest the cleric you know the warrior and so you know since i was hosting a DD campaign in my house it it was really good because we were using those for there um but then i just looked at the, at the creator of that i looked at his his page and apparently there's 14 days left but there is a uh res- fireball island 80s board game reignited and restored. That's going on. So there's a Kickstarter out there for a remake of the old Fireball Island board game. The game
4: master coaster is awesome.
1: But so so if anybody uh, remembers that game from the 80s and likes it, uh, it looks like it's sixty. Looks like for the base game, it's sixty dollars. If you wanna if you wanna pledge for it, Um, and then it looks like they also are making some expansions for it, which you get with all the expansions is 130.
4: But, yeah, that was a decent deal, dude, because each coaster is like 12.50.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, the coasters, yeah, I Did he that... give
4: you uh stands with them too?
1: So, yeah, that's funny. So, uh, yeah, since I since there wasn't many of us that got the one of everything, um when he sent when he sent it over and I got it, it came with this this holder thing for him. It was the stand. It was a, a big rectangular stand that had slots in it so you could hit, stick them in there stick, sitting up. But he designed it uh, poorly, where because of you know because the coasters were rounded, there was enough room to sit them sit them all in there. But like once I got in, I pulled everything out and started it in there, and I found that out. I yeah you know, I messaged him through Kickstarter and said, hey hey dude, I, I'm one of your you know one of your people. I just got my stuff. The stuff looks awesome, but the stand doesn't work. He's like, oh crap, really? I'll get you. I'll I'll get a new design out, and within probably a week or two, he had a new design for it that he crafted and sent out to me to replace it to work and uh like it was it was real cool that he just followed up that quickly on it and uh and everything so i was i was really pleased and like i said just the designs for this um i'll i'll put a link uh link for in the show notes but the the designs for these things are just so cool looking
4: all well, those dice cups like this guy has nice stuff those, those yeah. cups are nice yeah the I, dice I, cups i might buy one of these dice cups
1: yeah i wanted to i kind of wanted to get he had a follow on uh uh, RPG coasters to uh, the Cthulhu line. Um, that I, I, I would have liked getting some of those, but uh, you know, I, I had already spent a lot of a lot of money um, on this stuff. But yeah, he's got he's got a lot of cool stuff because he's using those same designs. Yeah, like with the with the second one, he made uh, dice boxes and stuff too with the designs on it. Um, so the the work is high quality. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna try to keep an eye out. Yeah, on looks this. it very nice woodwork. Yeah.
4: There's a company that makes wood b- boxes for, like, miniature games. It's, like, magnetars on the bottom, and they're really nice. Yeah. It's like a wood box where you could bring your, like, faction with yeah. you, and they're really nice. I almost funded it, but they were, like, 150 for a box. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to spend 150 just for a box.
1: Yeah, exactly. I remember seeing that. I'm like, ooh, I want that, but I haven't been playing, you know, tabletop enough uh, lately to, you know, to justify it to myself. But they were
4: beautiful. They're beautiful boxes, though. They're super yeah. nice, yeah. Yeah.
1: But- yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of easy ways to spend a lot of money off of kickstarter because etsy
4: too etsy's another one like if you start looking on etsy which is like basically a website where you could go and people that want to sell their like their homemade crafts. stuff yeah or crafts and stuff you could go there and there's like tons of stuff for like board games and whatever game you play there's somebody making stuff for it yeah and uh there's this one guy he makes it for role players where it's it's a little box And it holds your one figure, your um, pen, the dice, and everything in one little wood box. And then the lid of the box is like a uh, rolling thing so you could roll inside the box. Oh, yeah? A dice tray. Yeah, it's really nice. Super cool. And it's super nice.
2: Awesome.
1: But Blue will have to get one of these things now that he's uh, playing tabletop. That's
2: right.
4: You know you want the character (laughs) box, Blue. It holds your dice. It holds your pen.
2: That is pretty awesome. The lid is like
4: a thing you could roll in. A dice tray. Super
2: Bowl. Um, <laughs> Etsy is a good place to go because it's all handmade stuff and you can just find anything. You can find some creepy ass stuff too that people... Like one guy like put like a hot dog in a Ziploc bag and was like trying to sell it just to be an ass. No, like, somebody bought this- it. I, I know, bet you someone right? bought it. There's some weird stuff like there are uh, people making stuff.
1: It's it a little sketchy. Well, well, someone sold like a... It's potato- like Nightmares like of
2: Etsy or something.
1: Like a potato salad uh, recipe on Kickstarter.
2: <laughs> oh, you're right. They wanted to... Explore the best kind, or like how to make the ultimate potato salad, or whatever. Yeah,
1: I was like, they put it up there's a joke, but it got like thirteen thousand dollars or something like
2: that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're like, why didn't we think of that? Exactly. Uh, I was looking for it. Um, there was I would always find so many like there's articles and stuff like crazy weird items sold on Etsy and stuff. It's always the funniest to look through and see what people actually sell. Creepy creeper. But we're going to be moving on to uh, the next segment. Here we go. I think
0: all we've right. already talked for a very, very long time. It's very, but...
2: very long time.
0: <laughs> Actually, no, we're doing pretty good.
2: No, we're doing good. Um, all right. Um, I have been, uh, we took a break from recording last week. And so all last week I played Pixark and so far all this week I've been playing Arcs of well Evolved again. So we've been um extending cause we do the Rated Arc podcast for Arks of well Evolved at ratedarc.com For you guys that don't know that, we host two podcasts. And for um our Rated Arc, we like to do faux science projects and in our gaming group we like to do faux science and that's just where we play like arc but different ways and we do it together because sometimes when you've been playing a game for like over two years um it can get a little boring if you keep doing the same kind so we spend like a couple weeks or a month or however long we when we all just kind of stop finding it fun then we just switch and try it another way and so now we're doing it on an rp um server and it's rp pvp but pvp has to happen with rp and for an rp reason so we've been having fun with that because we realized that there's so many different things you can do. Because the way they have it set up on the server is that if you just want to go hog wild and PvP, you can build a really awesome base. So um, far, it's
4: been a blast. I've been having I a think time. it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Just
2: not, you know, you can do many different things that you want to do and so like you can build in the badlands on the server and that's just like a pvp free-for-all and they just ask that you don't have a jankity base you have to have something worth raiding if you're going to be raiding other people's pvp bases out there so um
1: i don't know if anybody's built out there because i just flew through that area earlier today collecting the uh, desert drops because it's in the uh it's in the area where the desert drops are and i didn't see any bases so well yeah because i don't think anybody's venturing out there yet
2: yeah i think people are starting to fill you know they keep getting more people coming in and stuff so it probably takes people a while to either work towards that as a goal or work towards your rp because there's so many different avenues of the game that you can do so um one of the things they have is that you can kill on site they don't care if you kill on site at drops so that you can do that and like one of the characters told you that he likes to just randomly knock people out like he just shoots them with a drink dart and knocks you out doesn't kill you so it doesn't go against the rules he just continuously he just knocks people out so that's what his character likes to do to people yes it actually
1: reminds me i I was out getting drops today and there was a red drop came down i was going to grab it because it was still coming down and Uh i saw that there was a Quetzal sitting there with, like, turrets on it. so And, ah! and someone so was there, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna turn around, because yeah, if this guy it's just turns it. his turrets on, <laughs> then exactly. he's, gonna, he's gonna blow <laughs> me apart. And so I just <laughs> turned around and let that drop go.
2: Yes, I was having a lot of luck this morning, or this afternoon, trying to, because I went and got a couple, I got, like, an Ascendant, I think something, gilly Blueprint, an Ascendant uh, Sickle thing, and uh-huh. I was being really cautious, because I'm like, this is pretty much anybody could take me out right now. I ended up getting taken out by a freaking Archaeopteryx that knocked me off my damn bird from way up hell high in the sky. Killed my ass. I'm like, damn, I took all my free time playing. So trying to try find my damn body. Finally found it. Got all the way back. I was like, ah. But and, then, it's and unfortunately, fun. I got
1: on too late tonight. Uh, as I was getting on, I looked at the at the Discord, and I saw that they were, they were having an event going on. It oh, started right? It started somewhere... Well, I got on about seven o'clock, and oh, okay. it started somewhere between six and seven. And essentially, it sounds like they were spawning in like waves of raptors, and you had to have a three-person team. Yeah, and it was like that. it was like you you designate one person as the tank, one person as like support, and one person as like the hunter.
2: Oh. And okay. so
1: it's like the hunter gets like a compound bow with arrows, and the tank, I guess, gets like riot gear and a riot shield, and and stuff like that. And so they, they were saying that you know the the winner, which I don't know what was determined the, the winner, maybe it was the person who, the team who lasted long enough or whatever, would, they'd all get like level 300, uh, aberrant raptors spawned in and given to them. <laughs> and then everybody else who would just participated was going to get a shoulder pad of their choice.
2: Oh, um, well, that's cool.
1: So I got on in there in the middle of it and I wanted to try to get in. Um, there was another person that was, trying to get in as well but they're like you need a team of three and so the, the two was like oh is there anybody else so that, you know but there was not we couldn't get a third so i'm not going to participate but so it's cool that they are having some events like that already going
2: yeah that's what i liked and um i've been having fun just snooping around like flying around and seeing like everybody's and kind of being a little leery because you know you it's like that catch 22 you don't want to load your base up for pvp because you want to welcome rp because it's everybody sees pvp and they think that it's like a free-for-all pvp and it's not it's rp it's a roleplay server and they want you to be able to kill someone and they want bounties to be able to be a thing and if somebody just goes in there and acts a fool you know it's just kind of takes the fun away from it because what's the sense of having a bounty or or build up of some douche canoe is just going to go in and try to be somebody so yeah
0: just yeah. because there's pvp doesn't mean there should be a lack of consequences yes
2: yeah there are yeah. consequences but they just ask that you know and they're not really super strict you know it's not like they're you have to do this and because there's a lot of rp servers that are like have to stay in character and you have to act like this and you have to you know do all this and we, everybody's been you know, I, I mean, there's a lot of different players on there, so you're going to run into a lot of different personalities. So that's that's cool, too. And at the end of the day, it's just a game. So, yeah. It's and,
1: hope, and I'm hoping the capitalism mod that they have going is going to get used more.
2: Yeah, that's there's, the thing, too. You know, it allows cool. allow
1: us to kind of sell our own wares. Um,
2: yes, and you get but- coins. Yeah, yeah, they but, have like that capitalism on where you could sell stuff and get money so and game and then purchase other stuff.
1: Yeah, so That's it, it takes a, it takes a certain amount of selling stuff in order to be able to set your own stand-up.
2: Yeah, it, I and think so. that is a cool part of the game. For ARK especially, because a lot of times people get in, they build their base, and then they play it a lot like a single player, and it, it gets bored fast when you just play it like a single player. You yep. know, the people just log out. They forget that you actually probably maybe should have some goals and maybe probably you know interact with other people you know <laughs> sometimes it's more fun but um so yeah that's been fun and we and i got to dive in and join uh some of you for foe's D campaign last weekend that was a lot of fun i've never done it before i had no idea what i was doing so it was cool foe made a character i had one ready that i could check out and um rock one out and i had a lot of fun that's
1: yeah that was like a pretty, a little pretty bit. good time and <laughs> she was knocked out for half of it.
2: God, yeah, I was like, not- dude, don't even play because me and Blue knocked out. No, it was like me and Provoke. Not- Blue bailed with you. You guys left to go chase that other horse. And Provoke and I took down two people. And then I got knocked out.
1: <laughs> not my fault. you can't you No, know,
4: but off. not before your string on your bow snacks <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yes, right? not,
1: before- yes, not my I fault. You can't out stay out. on your yeah, horse. Like-
2: Yes, that was some shit. <laughs> yeah, what a
4: string of bad luck. What
1: kind, what kind yeah. of what kind A lot stand out of horse. bad
2: luck. We were doing really good, and then we went doing really bad. For girth, I was winning. My girth. We rolled for girth <laughs> Well, so who went to the bathroom. We were rolling for girth, so uh, I beat everyone with my girth. So, I was doing really good with my rolls that night. So, <laughs> we do that every other Saturday. So, that's cool.
1: Yeah, because yeah, I think you rolled so high on your girth that my whole entire gnome can fit inside there.
2: That's true. You can hide out. It's like a notch in a tree. You just climb up in there. It's like a kangaroo, but not. I was about
4: to say, it's like a kangaroo pouch. <laughs>
2: like a my, kangaroo? <laughs> my character
3: ended with a crit once, so I had nothing to talk about.
2: It. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's so true. So that's fun. And um, I'm really looking forward to this Saturday because I've always wanted to try World of Warships and we're starting our um, uh, Crossroad Rebellion gaming group uh, free to play Saturdays. So for this Saturday, it's World of Warships. So I'm excited to see what this game is about because it's one of those games you always hear everybody. Everybody always goes, do you play World of Warships? Do you play World of Warships? Do you play And I was or like, World no, of no, Tanks? No, or, or World of Tanks, right? Yep. So... I'm excited about that. Gonna get our free-to-play days back on. We're rotating them with D&D. So if you're a Crossroad Rebellion gaming group member, just know Saturdays, if you're bored, you have options. You can listen to us do D&D or maybe join in a future campaign or you can get your free-to-play game on. And then on my TV, I'm, in, um, I'm still watching Krypton. I still like that. Have you guys seen that yet? How no.
4: Oh, no. not yet. I like I'm it. I'm not big like into Superman stuff.
2: I really like that it, so <laughs> stuff. Stuff. Uh, so yeah, brainiac, like what? I
3: feel like that's what they had to do with Superman just to change it up a bit because probably
2: mean...
1: <laughs> so, so Krypton that's all stuff that's happening on Krypton like, yes with like his grandfather or something like that
2: yes with his grandfather okay. yeah oh so, yeah
1: it's Superman before Superman
2: yep so that's where brainiac is going around right now and and absorbing up um, entire universes are like well planets and stuff and now he has his oh brainiac uh, brainiac is attack is a got his sight set on a krypton so right now the storyline's all about that how they're going to get rid of that how they're going to get rid of krypton or get rid of brainiac and because he's trying to take over the joint and um i still really like the show siren that i've talked about before um it's (laughs) It's not your uh, mermaid, Disney mermaid show by any means. These mermaids are like perma PMS. They are not happy campers. They are not. They're better, like the sirens in this uh, show, um, they can walk on land if they need to. And the longer they're out on land, the longer they can stay. But the minute they hit water, they turn into assholes. Like they just... Everything is prey to them the minute they get into the water. So this like this one guy was trying to help her find her sister and she had to go into the water because she was drying out and he fell in and she tried to eat him, like try and kill him. And so he's like, what the shit? You know, you were just friends like up there on the dock and now you want "I'm, I'm pizza to you. So... She, you know, he got out and then, um, so the whole story so far, they've been trying to find her sister because the government swooped in and stole her sister and, and she had to go and wanted to find it, but she's a freaking mermaid and she couldn't speak English and she knows nothing about the world that we live in. So, but they really quick learners. So the whole story has been, how can she get to her sister? She's working with the people that she tried to eat because when she's on land, apparently she doesn't want to eat them. So yeah, they found her sister now. And now the friend who was um, their friend was taken, and her sister was taken by the same people. So they got the sisters. They're back in the water now. But now they're like, "Oh shit, our friend Chris. The government's gonna come after him because he escaped too, and he knows too much." So that's where we're at right now. Gotta figure out what happened to old Chris.
1: One oh one. It's a real fish out of water story. (laughs) It's a
2: real fish out of water story. So, but I like it. It's at that time where you know a lot of shows are gonna be going off for like summer break and shit and you're like no i just started just started getting good and they're gonna make you wait so till fall so that that irritates me but been busy with all that fun stuff that's why i don't
1: watch like real live tv i just binge it on netflix
2: yeah i well this is what i do i just open it up and watch it through my browser because if you have xfinity you can just go right to like sci-fi and it'll go pick your browser and then you click on it and it just it talks back and forth and it's like oh okay you're cool you can watch your shit right here on your computer so
1: oh yeah but but i'm talking about the having to wait next week
2: oh yeah i don't
1: i did that growing up i i'm through yeah i
2: hear (laughs) you so you just wait for the entire season to get downloaded
1: yeah because there's enough shows out there that you know i i want to watch that you know i don't need to watch the the current one
2: I really want to watch that space. Um,
1: Lost in I, space. I,
2: Lost in space.
1: Yeah, like Lost I, in I've space. actually started I, yeah.
0: watching the first episode of that. Have it you? is pretty great.
2: See Luminan's on board. He's been wa- he's been watching it, and who else was watching it? Was it Doctor Ob? I can't remember in the group. I
1: have, I have like a whole season of magicians on, to watch. It's on my list. It's
2: yeah, my list. see exactly. It's the list. I'm yep. still thrilled that freaking Joe McHale has the um, the soup talk soup on netflix because i love the hell out of that oh, show when oh he had does back. he yeah he's I on like netflix now i love the freaking i love it i love watching because i don't know if anybody did other than cricket has anybody ever watched the soup or was it yeah, yes it was the soup, it's right? funny it's well, right back where we well, it was
1: talk soup right
2: yeah i think it was talk soup yeah but Ridge, I, I think um, it was
1: just the talk shows and then they
2: put everything you know, they'd everything yeah It's so funny. They go through all of the wacky wackadoodle shows that's on all of the networks and they pull out all of the crazy ass clips and like sketchy people and like jaw dropping moments and like WTF moments like what? And he puts it into a show and it's so funny. It just makes you go these people are roaming the world (laughs) and breathing oxygen (laughs) like they need to not reproduce a lot of crazy people. That's good. And that's on Netflix too. Well, how about you, Mister Willectron? What do you have?
0: Well, I uh, I bought a Steam controller. Uh, how with do you like it? Some some birthday money that I got from my parents. So. <gasps>
2: well, happy birthday! Didn't uh, know it was your birthday. When was uh, it? Did we have it? was last off? week. Oh. Oh, cool. Yep, well, yep. Happy belated birthday. How do
0: you like this controller? Thank you. Uh, so it is. It's pretty interesting. I haven't gotten to dig into it a whole lot yet, but um, basically uh so the cool thing about it is it does have one analog stick on it but um kind of the one of the more interesting features is that um it has two kind of like touchpad like two discs that are touchpads there's one on the left that's like a d-pad yes haptic pad that is a great word for it um but uh so they have these two touchpads <laughs> um and they are completely programmable like you can set them to uh to act as a, either of them you can set either of them to act as a mouse or as a joystick or as a, you know an analog stick just like there's so much customization on this thing um the, the you know they have the two bumpers and the two triggers. The cool thing about the triggers is, you can push them down part way, and that's called like the the soft pull. And then um, there's like the they'll click at the end, and you can do a hard pull. And you can assign different functions to those things too. So like if you're in a first person shooter, you could set it to aim down sights, and then you know actually fire when you pull it all the way. Um, you know stuff like that. If it's just and, you know, it's got four, you know, the A, B, X, Y button and uh, the middle button. Um, the other cool thing is it has uh, where your fingers hold on to the back of the controller, there are another two buttons there. Um, and uh, the pads push in like you're clicking a stick, and the, this the, the one analog stick will also click in. And there's also gyroscope in it so you can do some some motion controls some pretty simple motion controls in there if you uh if you set it up to do that as well so it's got a whole lot of customization that you can do with it um uh in front from what i hear like you can do you can do some crazy stuff and it seems really neat so i'm looking forward to being able to dig in and figure out what i can get it to do and how i can get it to work
4: i was curious about that controller when I picked up the uh, the uh, remote play thing, I was going to get one.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so I had the Steam Link uh, a while ago because it was like $15 on Amazon uh, like six months ago or something like that, and I picked that up, and I've had that for a while, and it's neat. Um, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how I can pair up the Steam Controller with that.
1: Yeah,
2: sure. yeah I've always wondered about the Steam Controller, so that's Yeah,
1: that's cool. right. Yeah, I didn't get to hear you talk a lot about it, but I, yeah, I picked up a Steam Controller about a year year and a half ago and yeah it, it's it takes some getting used to with the haptic pads because I'm, I'm used to you know ha- having more resistance oh it, yeah it, 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 yes
4: it, exactly
1: yeah it's just it's kind of like a touch pad like you don't know on a, you know but a little better in, in my opinion yeah.
2: did i lose him did he just get out for anybody else he said eh. <laughs> he <disappeared. laughs> can you guys hear me hello Hello?
0: Like I messed cheaper. with your settings on your touchpad, say on the uh, you know, on a laptop or something like that but they used to have these edge detection settings where you could, uh, if you moved your finger to the edge of that you could go ahead and uh, it would keep moving the mouse which I would never really found all that useful for something like this um, you know, it seems like it would be really useful, especially if you want extra precision in a first person shooter or something like that and you just feel the need to use a controller instead of a keyboard and mouse for whatever reason then uh, basically you can have it you can have the precision by moving your finger around on on the pad and right. if you hold it at the edge it'll keep spinning so that you don't have to keep lifting your finger up off the pad like you do with a regular trackpad so I think that's a pretty neat little thing um, as well yeah it,
1: it came in real handy when i got near automata because that game mm. it, it just plays a lot better with controller than it it than i think it would with the keyboard and mouse
0: yeah how is that on the computer because i've heard some oh, things it, about it was the awesome. port
1: the port being pretty bad oh I, I don't know it was it was awesome on computer okay i mean i i binged that game uh and you know it uh, I think I think we've talked about the game before, but if we haven't, it's it's neat because it has a lot of replayability. Because um, essentially, you need to kind of play through it three times in order yep. to really get the true story out of it. Because
0: I was gonna say, I think I've heard that you're supposed to play through it more than just once.
1: Yeah, because the the way that, that you know, it's the way that game is set is you play through it once, and you're playing as the one the one main character, uh, the two A I think her name is, and you kind of have you have this. This partner that, that's helping you out because um, you're the warrior kind of warrior class and your partner is kind of the tech class. Uh-huh. And then after you beat it the first time, then you play through it a second time, and now you're playing as the other person. And there's a couple places in the story where you kind of where the two of you got separated, and so you you get some different storyline going on because you see what's going on in his perspective during that time, and gotcha. as well as I think it adds a little more there, and then. After the second playthrough, then you get a third playthrough with a, with another character that you know that you come across in the in the game, and so you play through it a third time, and then you kind of complete the whole story with that. But there's also there's 26 total or different quote unquote endings you can get, and it unlocks you know it it keeps track of them. Um, but you know, some of the endings are like if you die during the. During the kind of the, the prologue scene, it counts as an ending because it says basically like you know you never got started. Um, another one is your the characters um, are like androids, and so you have this memory chip in your in your head. And that's kind of the whole thing of you know, it's not that's not, not a spoiler because that's how you're you know you see that right at the very beginning. And if you and if you extract that memory chip from your head, you die, and that's another ending. And, huh, yeah. uh, and there's there's a couple other you know, like little things you can do that, that just you know. You know, give you an ending like you know you get to another spot, and if you walk away from the mission, you get an ending. You know, and so it's just other ways to do it. But uh, I haven't unlocked all 26. I got probably about 10 of them. Gotcha. But yeah, it 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 was a real fun game and uh, a lot of customizable stuff with it because you you know it's one of those where you get these you get these different chips and you have so much you know so many memory slots you know in your in your character and the, the chips, uh, they take up a different amount of memory. So you can go and you can you know, increase your, your damage or increase your health and takes up so many chips. And so you could put three of the health increases if you want more health, but it takes up you know, some of your, some of your memory locations. So it, it gives some nice custom, customizability to it. But I recommend the game. It was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I definitely want to pick it up, but I think I want to get it for PS4 rather than PC most likely.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it would be great on, on console as well. Um, like i said if you get it, if you get it for for computer i highly recommend using a gamepad of some kind cool
2: all righty does that mean it is mr foe's time to talk about hearthstone i was mixing the word turn and time and it came out turn, turn. I- <laughs> time <laughs> it's your turn turn get well it's
4: turn my timing so um yeah come on I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone lately because uh, the expansion came out and we've talked about Hearthstone a bunch of times, (laughs) but I really got back into it. I've been... I kind of took a break from it for a little while, but this new expansion's been a lot of fun. Although, the new expansion brought to the meta a lot of um, really... I don't know. Some of the decks are just... They're just brutal. And they're not fun to play against. And... Um, It's been a while since we had decks like that and there's so much good in the expansion But there is a lot of just brutal just non-fun gameplay as well, but I'm kind of hooked into it for some reason, but I Overall, I like the new expansion for Hearthstone Mm -hmm. Um, I've been playing ARC with everybody else doing the RP stuff Pixar been playing a little bit of that and I've been playing a little bit of overwatch Because they did they um, just had a a, a co-op campaign going on and overwatch co-op campaigns are a lot of fun and you get loot and stuff like that so i've been playing a bunch of overwatch and what i've been mainly doing though is there is a warhammer underground Shade Spire tournament coming up this weekend and i've been painting models like crazy to try and get them ready yeah i've been you painting have. one of the new war bands called morgors fiends which is a basically a bunch of chaos knights and a demonic hound which is pretty cool
2: How far have you gotten? Or do you have a lot you have to still do?
4: Um, I think I could finish him by, like, tomorrow.
2: Awesome. This could be good. Show us the the end results and discord
4: of course
2: absolutely i was gonna show you guys the fajitas i made for dinner today but then everybody mm-hmm. ate it. But the, oh my god we. Oh, i know don't you hate when day. you get
4: like the afterthought like, like after you're yeah. done eating it you're like it ah, i should take a picture
2: it's all simmering i'm like oh this is gonna sound delicious and then everybody my mom came over for dinner and everybody just inhaled it gone i was like damn this would not look good coming out but it would have looked good really good before I do love fajitas,
4: yes, love, don't put pictures love. of it coming out.
2: I know we should totally do that. Make a channel on discord for what your food looked like. Yeah, no, no, we shouldn't I
3: just call it the outhouse <laughs> special.
2: Yeah, exactly. The whole the deuce deuce. and by
4: the way, I know I said this before <laughs> if you're looking to tip your toe, like, um, take your toe and dip it into the tabletop wargaming side of things, really check out Warhammer Underworld Shade Spire because the um. The entry is super low-end, and it's a super fun game. I know I said this before in the past, but I have to promote this game again.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say something else.
4: No, that was it. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say something Yeah, me too. I thought I was also, but then I decided that's that's good.
3: Well, me and Fo He's had so a funny. really good conversation about him and his minis, and uh, oh, I'm actually kind nice. of ex- <laughs> I'm excited to see how his hound turns out because uh, he went through some shit with that thing.
2: Is that one with, with a broken tail? No, it's just that um, it there's a something? process
4: when you put together models and you want to paint them like high detailed models.
2: Uh huh.
4: Um, you get these things called mold lines, and when you put together a model, mm-hmm. you get a gap mm-hmm. from where you had to attach like the arm or the head or something, and you have to take putty, a green stuff putty, and like putty in all of the cracks and gaps, and that just takes time and it's a little bit annoying, and um, but. And these mo- and um, these models, especially that hound, had just like a humongous gap along its back. So I had to make that look smooth and not like there was a gap there. <laughs>
2: wow! So it'll be really cool to see how you how you mastered it. I've never painted any models, but I really like looking at all the ones that you guys share. Is that something that you're going to get into, Blue?
3: No, I'm. Uh, I, I don't think I have the patience. The- yeah
2: or the time right
3: <laughs> exactly it's like right.
2: you already are limited you're like what am i gonna do it's either this or that
3: yeah i'm, I'm just loving seeing the product that uh, uh well i've been,
4: been torn back and, and forth that's been a lot of my thing because we you know it's like am i gonna play for three hours tonight or am i gonna paint for three hours
2: tonight
1: right. what
4: am i gonna do you know
2: or split it well then you can't really get a lot done it's a battle Yep.
1: Yeah, I'm playing you Joy's beat turns out for me.
2: I do
4: admit though, like most of the time playing <laughs> wins out the battle most of the time for me.
2: <laughs> or, that's the good thing about Arc sometimes is the servers make the choice for you. You log, you go to log in it's like man. Exactly. And then you're but like, what's oh, cool about it, about <laughs> it? I'm just gonna paint.
4: But once it's painted, it's done, you know, yeah, so. Yeah,
2: yeah, true. That's cool.
3: Not to mention while you're waiting on the uh, mods to load, you got a good 10-15 well, minutes. In-
4: the yeah, other night, t- my computer crashed, and I was like, "Screw it! I'm not turning it back on." I just painted.
1: <laughs> Phone is bad day. Yep. But at least for me, ten fifteen minutes isn't much you can really do on the painting because you know the time it time it takes you to you know get out the get out the paints, get it set up, and then clean up and all that. I'm it's not- to me, it's not worth it for that much.
4: I already have it all set up though on my desk, so.
2: If only we could find a way to tabletop across the country. Wait, wasn't there one? Was that that? You can.
1: There's Tabletop, There's tabletop
4: simulator, simulator, yeah. How can we
2: do it? Hmm. Just everybody it download it and we can play. I was going to say. say. How much does it cost, though? Uh, like, like 20 bucks.
4: Yeah, but you have to like
2: mode. get the game. Like I guess I don't understand. You no, most get... of the
4: games are free. Most of the stuff is free. Yeah,
0: it, Basically, a lot of it is kind of like mods for a game that people will just make and you can download and load it into the game and you're good to go
2: oh pretty okay. cool well, i've done I'll that a couple damn.
0: times with some of my friends that i met in re- you know that i know in real life
2: fun fun
0: I had to clarify that because you guys are my friends too <laughs> i just
2: yeah, i think
4: you. actually dude Not i like think most of the time
2: likes to abandon us um we're, we're the digi day. friends <laughs> yeah
0: we're the... i'm yeah, wondering the... do you have to download you're it to the... play
2: we're the crazy or... uncle friends
0: uh i think when well you don't have to Download it beforehand, but I think when you connect to a certain server, it, it forces you download to download it, for it before you, you can gotcha. actually
1: play it. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, okay. I mean I, I mean, I already have. I already bought two top simulators, so I, I'm up for it.
4: We could play Heroes of Midgard, which is an awesome game. There's so many but, games we could play on there. There's actually want to. a lot of
1: board games you can play. Like a, exactly I one big one that my my buddy uh, going back to the original main topic of the Kickstarter stuff <laughs> was uh, Zombie Side. And my buddy, he missed the initial Zombie Side Kickstarter, but then he's funded everything since then. And because uh, they've had like three or four different expansions for it, and that's another co-op game. And we've played it several times you know, in person. But he also uh, they have that game on the uh, tabletop simulator, and he plays it pretty often awesome on tabletop simulator. That's a pretty fun game too. I really really enjoyed playing that one. So when we'd go over to his place, there'd usually be between you know two and five of us. Would play that co-op together, and uh, usually we'd we'd win the game.
2: I feel like I just need more nerdy friends. That's what I need. <laughs> Why
1: well, I need more nerdy friends nearby again?
2: Yeah, that's the thing. Everybody's farther away, further away.
1: Although awesome. you, or you just need to find your local game store.
2: No, yep. we've been over this. We've gone over this. <laughs>
1: you, there's got to be stand one nearby. Out like you.
2: A sore thumb. Yeah, I would stand out like a sore thumb. I'm telling you. To what? To so? everything. I don't have. Never mind. I'm not going to go what, here what, again.
1: With all the. <laughs> <time>. <laughs>
0: I know, I'm just i have already I'm ranted
2: that it's just it's just not the same. It's just, every place is not the same. <laughs> someday, someday. But, um, yeah, maybe I need to go on the, the other town next to me, but I just don't got the time. I'd rather just do everything online, because I ain't got time. If I'm gonna leave the house, I ain't got time to do that. I gotta get grocery, all that good stuff. You know how it is. But... Wait,
1: where'd these gonna... hours come from?
2: I don't know. Probably Giga. <laughs> I blame Giga. Um... <laughs> He's been awfully quiet. He's up to no good. Mr. Blue, well, what have you been up to? Uh,
3: I've been playing a lot of the RP arc with have uh, you, you guys. I haven't
2: seen you around. I don't Well, okay. It's like no. two, three hours a night. I'm just I'm saying. Pickin- no, I'm picking on you because you've been but... out every night with us. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh see you, cricket, and then sometimes foe. It's
0: called sarcasm.
2: Yeah. Like sarc- yes, yeah, you tell him a we'll lot, You know. You <laughs> Blue has a
3: I deserve that.
0: Get, him, Get him, uh, Well, I mean, I just appreciated the irony of me getting the sarcasm this time. But I've been
3: trying to force myself to uh, kind of go back to the basics. I'm trying to keep myself in first person. I mean, it is pretty difficult, but it's kind of doable. Um, I've been avoiding changing the gamma. So when it's dark, I've been using torches. Um, which ended up ha- causing a very fun adventure with you and you foe. Wait, oh <laughs> right? you didn't I play in
4: first person? What's that? You didn't play Orc in first person?
3: I was always in third person.
0: Really? Wow, that? that's, yeah. that, that's weird with the aiming. I could never get the aiming to work right uh, when you're trying I,
1: to. I, I ever go to third person if I just want to like, see something cool. Like, oh, what is this me new too. armor? Yeah, I, I only want to went to first armor, person if, exactly, if I was building something.
2: I Oh, I'm the opposite. Or putting stuff down. I'm the opposite. I will always play in first person, and sometimes when I'm building, I gotta go in third person to just kind of see if I can get it. A see if it's little... even. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. well, if
4: like a table, how far it tables tripped do we out on me.
2: Yeah.
3: Like I'd go to play something and it'd just go in some random spot, so it always drove me nuts.
2: Is that more on because you're on console, or did you also do that when you started on the like, uh, PC?
3: Uh, PC. This is oh, all okay. PC. Um. But yeah, going back to the adventure as one point. <laughs> oh, there's this dead anglo in the water.
0: Oh yeah, huh? Smack. It wasn't felt dead, was it?
3: It was dead. It's just um, I thought it was foe ran up behind me and punched me into the water. And then uh, upon reviewing Esme's video, I found out Esme ran up and just punched me, and I went uh, flying.
4: Uh, <laughs> wow, you automatically assumed what well, yeah. a I totally, I
3: totally it? thought it was you. I totally did.
2: And it was so damn funny. It,
4: yeah, it was
3: It was great. And then that damn um, Trudon that I thought was a copy yeah, I, I don't a- think I've ever screamed so loud.
2: We so were, I don't think I have. I will have to see if I can add that to the show. <laughs> 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 Maybe I'll put it in our rated art tomorrow or something. I'll put it in. But, or I could put it in both. But God, that was so funny. I've never heard. Because dude is always so chill, no matter what. It's like, oh. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, I think I'm up on a rock. Like He went up on a rock. I'm up on a bank. And I'm like, I think that's a true down down there. And he's like, no, I don't see anything. I'm like, it's in the bush right there. But it's because I had my gamma on, and he didn't. So he could see shit, I had a torch. I could see everything. Yeah, he had a torch. And I'm like, no, that's a true down. He's like, mm. So then I was like, so I see at it. And he's like, I heard your arrow go by my head, but I still don't see it. So then he goes, I'll go see. I think it's a compi. So then he runs down and oh, all of gosh. a sudden you hear ah! <laughs> <laughs> He did do a
4: high pitch it, was- it was very high pitch.
2: <laughs> it was like a spider and an elephant. It was like ah! And then it knocked his ass out. So then Fo was like Dude, it's not time to take a nap. Okay, come on. (laughs) Then he's dragging his body. And the whole reason why we're on this adventure in Ark was because we were um, supposed to go try to find these invisible species explanations.
3: (laughs) Well, no, because Cricket eventually found them. We just went past them somehow.
2: I think so. Well, I found a different area. He found some.
3: Yeah. He didn't
2: find any. But it it was fun. Yeah, it was a blast. I laughed my ass off. But I made a video of all the... All of the shenanigans in that one night—too many. Yeah, it was the Anky. There was an Ankylosaurus, and it was nighttime, and it was dead. And I said, "Cause I didn't see anything around that could have killed it." And I was like, "Is that a dead Anky in the river?" And then Blue's like, "I don't know. I'm gonna go see." And then he like walks up to the edge of the, walks up to the edge it, of the It was the
3: edge of a cliff, cliff. and Foe wasn't quite there yet, and that's the reason why I thought it was Foe that punched me in. And then the video—it was clearly as Yeah, me. it
2: was clearly i said i don't know go see Poof! and then he's like i punched him one time and it shot his body off into the river with the freaking inky. and he was like ah it was so new he lived it's not like i killed him or anything but yeah i got it funny a,
3: i did get to test that Lumin's uh dragging corpse thing on the yes, ankle it kind of worked until i yeah. hit the cliff and it went flying
2: yeah it went and turned into some hot air balloon and it floated off into the air it was so funny a lot um, of fun
3: yeah, so that's been a lot of fun, and then I ended up encountering my first uh, RP experience yesterday. Um, I've never used the game chat in game chat, so that was a little awkward. And then the dude that was that I ran into, was, he was kind of creepy. He was like tall and slanky, kind of like kind of like think of like Slenderman, except for oh boy, with, yeah, was flak armor on. And he was role-playing as a goblin, which is... It was really weird. And the, I feel bad for the guy, because he sounds like such a socially awkward person, but he might have just been role-playing? That's just how he is role-playing? I don't know. But it was super w- awkward for me. And Can he was a weapon salesman. <laughs> no, that, that was the downside. He was he was just in straight flak armor. But so, apparently he was super new to the server, so...
2: Oh, okay. Well, hey, it takes a lot of balls, or JJs to... Just go and find someone and start your first RP role because I tend to just hide in the water.
1: Yeah, like when, <laughs> when right. we had a, an RP person come over to the base the other day, It's like, I'm just going to hide over here while you talk to the person.
2: Because <laughs> I, I, I'm playing it like real life. If somebody rolls up at my doorstep, I'm like, I ain't got I don't owe you nothing. I ain't got to open my door. Like, I don't have to open my door. That's you me. can take I,
3: my house. I'm going to hide in the water. I know, Fuck I, it. Like, I
2: don't even care. Well, I was out gathering, I think wood or something, and I was behind the house, and, and then Cricket's so chill. He's like, oh, I got a visitor. And then I'm like... You you can talk to him. I ain't talking to him. I'm, like, I'm hiding over here. Plus, though, I've been having that problem where I can't even see half the map. So I was like, my lucky by the time I actually, because of the weird glitching through the earth shit that you and I, only Blue and I, the short people in the in the tribe seem to be having a problem with. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it has been fun. Just the most awkward
3: around. part about my experience with the goblin guy was the fact that he stalked me across the map for a solid like five he minutes. He did? <laughs> Yeah, he oh, was so he, he was flying around. Action. Yeah, he was like he was he was planning <laughs> that shit. Oh,
2: that's awesome though. Good for him though. That's that's awesome. That I mean that does take a lot because I I don't think I could just go stalk somebody and then like f- be like talk to me. I've been playing on this server for, for a week and I've not seen one person. Yeah, I could see that. That's funny.
3: But yeah, I mean it w- it was awkward, but it was fun. <laughs> so, yeah, you're I- like... <laughs>
2: Kind of like your first time of anything, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that was too silly. All right. So, does that mean that it is Gigabyte's turn to tell us about incursions?
0: Uh, how about I think we lost Giga for the night? All, it's canceled.
2: I'm too sick to properly record. I'm out. Have fun, y'all. Or I'm out, y'all. Have fun.
3: Yeah, his allergies have been kicking his butt this week. Oh,
0: dang. That, yeah, really. That, mm, that's never fun.
2: Yeah, he, he sounded like last night when he got in Discord, I was like, dude, did you just wake up? Because he literally sounded super groggy. Like he just woke up and yeah, it's his allergies. Thing. Yeah,
1: allergies are pretty bad. That's why I had to go away uh, for a couple minutes earlier because my son woke up. He's like, I need eye drops right now. That's Aww. horrible.
2: Sucks. Oh, yeah, right. He, well, then. Oh, he he gets bad.
1: Well, I was just saying he gets his allergies really bad. We thought he had pink eye one of the first times that he got it bad because his eyes are all crusted shut.
2: Yikes. My allergies.
1: I would take allergies
3: over pink eye any day, I'm just saying.
2: Uh, yeah. 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 I remember that stupid weirdo goo they would have to put in your eye when, like, that weird ointment. Is that still how it is?
1: Uh, no, usually pink eye is just taking antibiotics.
2: Oh, like, we used to have to put some ointment in our eye when we were little and had pink eye. It's probably
1: like an antibiotic ointment or something. It
2: was, and it was horrible. But
1: I have a... Funny story about pink eye. Back when I, was I thought you were going to say you have a funny
2: story <laughs> about ointment. Whose
1: pillow <laughs> did you fart into? No, but back back when I was in, back my freshman year oh, of college. Oh, God. Um, like, it was, <laughs> it was Farting spring, into a pillow? It was springtime, and, like, all of a sudden, my eye just really started hurting, like, you know, a stabbing pain.
2: Oh, and, wow.
1: And so I, I went to, you know, our, our campus health services. And I was telling them what was going on. They look at it a little bit, and like, I, I don't know. I, I think it might be, glau- <laughs> I think it might be glaucoma. We're going to send you over to. <laughs> we're Jesus. Wait, to glaucoma?
0: They were telling you that.
1: Like a, an ophthalmologist, Yikes. so they made an appointment for me for you know an off-campus ophthalmologist. So I'm a freshman. I don't have a car, you know, so I had to like get a ride to go out, you know, to this this eye specialist and all this stuff. And I go out there, and they they put this you know this art like orange liquid in my eyes so they can look at it with a blue light so they can see, you know, see it better and all this stuff. And they're like, they told you you know, they thought it might be glaucoma. Like, it's like early onset pink eye. So all you have to do is just take a hot, you know, take a warm, you know, compress and just, you know, hold it on there and then wipe, you know, wipe it away. And, you know, so I didn't even know what glaucoma was then. So I'm sitting there, you know, surfing the early internet because this is 95. So I'm sitting there trying to find, you know, what glaucoma is i'm reading all this stuff. i'm like holy shit this is this stuff's horrible you know and <laughs> and, and this is what it, what it might be i'm like you know thinking you know i'm gonna be going blind and all this stuff right and uh no then i find out that it's you know not even like kind of you know not even like the full-blown pink eye yet i'm like i feel like this so i never went back to the health service I'm like these people are completely worthless if they're saying it, <laughs> especially you know on That's campus, I, you know, on, on campus, if someone comes in, I would think you know, you have you know, either pink eye if you're coming in for something, or you have motto if you're coming in for something. It's like there's a you know, a couple of diseases that spread through you know through campuses. Right. And so I would think the first thing they would go to would be would be pink eye and not glaucoma. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> do they still give you an eye patch for pink eye? I
2: haven't uh, had an eye patch.
1: I have not. You have to wear
4: like a scarlet letter if you have pink eye. <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> or is it or is, a, or is it an eye? Is it a pink eye you have to put on?
2: Oh, that could be. Dad joke incoming. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, I eye. I think it
0: already came and went. Um
2: Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I guess since Gigabyte is gone to go to his um allergy induced slumber. We oh, look, will be know, moving... right. We will be moving on to last Call It's
1: closing Time. You don't
2: have to go but you can stay here okay do you got anything any shout outs any stuff and things that you want to share now if not
1: wait a week i wait think a i've week. said plenty
0: <laughs> wow sure to show in a while what's up with that what
2: what is that what I um, know what you're talking about. It's called working as intended. Working as intended. Yep. We we wanted to. I wanted to give some shout outs to our listeners on Anchor, but that would also involve me actually accessing Anchor. So if somebody wants to, you know, come up with some shout outs while I do this, that would be great. All right. I no, mean, fine. there's always the shout out
0: for the <laughs> Rated Arc podcast that is on Friday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard.
2: Ding ding ding! Good job. So ratedarc.com. Ratedarc.com. Later who's leaving
0: dot com, dot com. oh bye foe oh, no i thought
4: you were just ending the show
2: what so weird <laughs> <laughs> huh? um hmm. Are, have you been painting too many things have you been <laughs> maybe slipping? yeah he's, he's For the breathing love a few you know no we said we're doing shout outs dippy do um we're gonna say hey shout outs to classic cluggy or cludgy. Um, on anchor who favorited the show and to big daddy lolo favored the show we want to thank you guys letting us know that you're listening and also if you want to join us in the games that we play that we talk with and all that stuff or even recording this podcast because that's what we do you can join us at crossrealmrebellion.com and if you want to take a look um and see what we got uh I have included our gaming group calendar that shows the nights that we record our shows and are free to play Saturdays and what games we're going to be playing as well as uh, the D nights with dungeon master full render. In case you want to listen in on what our what? discord while we do so. All right. Are you guys ready for it? Would you rather?
3: Sure. Why not? Would you rather? Why yeah. I like not? the fifth Cinco de Mayo.
2: Yeah. See, I didn't put that. In there. That was already there. That was already there. there Where is my "Would You Rather" intro? Because I really See, like Gutenberg, that one. There
0: it is. Are you calling Chuck Norris a liar?
2: Would you rather?
0: <laughs> oh, it's a humdinger! Oh wow! Would you rather?
2: Tell me Oh my
0: god! Oh my god! That would be so
3: weird. No, let's not go there.
2: Why did I ask this? Oh my goodness! Rather?
3: No. Would you, would you rather? Bing!
2: Bing! Oh, Bing. delayed, delayed Bing. shout out to Trey Three Thousand on Anchor Two. Thank you very much for applauding our show all right here's your would you rather get your would would you rather engines (laughs) rubbing would you rather pee? would you rather have your pee always come out just below the boiling point or your poop always come out just above freezing inquiring Ah. minds what to do
4: huh I, I would have. To, Either I, way,
3: time I think I'm gonna answer this one first.
2: Either way, it's terrible.
3: I, I don't know that the poop just above freezing would be fantastic. That'd be the most relaxing release ever. Would it I, though? Especially if you eat a bunch of hot foods, the cool feel. It'd
1: be great.
2: You said, would it though?
1: Like. <laughs> it would definitely have to be poop for me because I would not want. Three hundred degree. Three hundred. Well,
0: no, no, dude. Below, below boiling, which is three twelve. No, it's
1: two twelve. <laughs> Fahrenheit boiling point. 212. Two twelve. Okay. Either way, two. Either way, two damn hot degrees. <laughs> 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 I don't want coming out two hundred degrees. And like I said, if your if your shit is chill, I, I mean, it won't I mean, cause, burn. I mean, because thing. I mean, because. You know, my shower, I don't even take a, sh- you know, my shower is set to like 115 degrees. Yikes. And, you know, this is a lot hotter than that, and it's coming out of your junk. <laughs> but yeah, no thank you.
2: Oh, Poop. God. So Call me funny. the cold shitter. I think I also would like, because to- I don't know, I feel like the hot pee really wouldn't be that bad for me. Like, as a girl, like, I feel like
0: i'm like not I, sure why that makes that much of a difference
2: i know well because i don't i don't know i feel like like if i were not a girl like my pee would have to travel through my body further like through you know your unit your wanker your whatever you want to call it your your i um i feel like you would feel it uh, longer where i wouldn't like i this doesn't have to like travel through an appendage to exit my body you know? So, I feel like I could as, go either
1: way. As you ignite the toilet paper, as you uh, wipe.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, I would have to wear gloves. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> okay, so boiling water will not set anything on fire. Okay? It would scald
2: you. <laughs> I you know, get like, I'm blisters wiping your trunk.
1: That was <laughs> okay, called sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, the sarcasm card is a mess.
0: Mm, I'm, I'm not sure that's the, the definition of sarcasm, but okay.
2: I, th- I think I'm still going to go I think I'm going to um, Go on Big Blue's poop train. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hop on the poop train and go because I, I agree. Toot, there's, toot. there's some things that you may consume that might leave you feeling a little, you know, less than lovely, and you wouldn't feel it so bad uh, if you were pooping frosties.
0: That's true. <laughs> I'm going to keep it short. I'm. I. Your Your. Your. logic is unbreakable. I'm with you guys.
4: <laughs>
1: I you. wish he was actually but frozen. I, I, so he's come
0: would... out of just like... Oh my God. No, no not actually frozen.
1: Please well, no. That's so not That what would she definitely said. make that yes. uh, two girls, one cup video from no. years back. Nope, uh, not, you, not you, even I'm going
2: there. I feel like I'm going to vomit in the back two of Two
4: girls, <laughs> one poopsicle.
2: No, no. Uh,
4: it's a whimsical tale.
2: No, it's a whimsical
1: tale. A tale as old as time anybody ever watch eight
2: yeah, crazy nights all, time. all right so cricket you said I said poop it, poop I said poop Bo said frozen poop and big blue said poop and we we're, like, we're all we are rocking the poop tonight
0: we're poop sickling out
2: in case you needed to know all right in case you need does anybody have another would you Rather? or are we done with cross Cast? I think we're done all right hey I think we're good talk on it there's some lag going on. Some internet lag going on. Can you guys hear me? Is there, though. I'm trying to hit the intro button and it's not doing anything. It's like not doing anything You can anything add it on the all. post. Dear God. Uh- Hot, hot, so hot. Hot. Go ahead, electron. You don't know what you want to.
0: I didn't have anything. (laughs) Oh, you know. I'm I'm not sure what you're talking about. (laughs) Hot.